This is a Hoff Studios podcast. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to That's Debatable. Today, we are doing all things pop culture happening in everyday society right now. Everything from content creator drama to A-listers dropping new music. We're going to get into all of it. Also, A-listers beefing. That I'm excited to talk about. So let's just get right into it. I feel like the internet has been on like a frenzy of just so many random things just popping up, so many random people fighting, people dropping music that out of nowhere on Super Bowl commercials that I just, I feel like the internet's always on a frenzy though. There's always something happening. And I want to start it, anything from like family channels breaking up, which, ooh, I was going to say something crazy. I was like, I'm so happy about, I'm not happy about a family breaking up. I'm happy about the truth finally coming to light. But we're going to start with, we're going to talk about Beyonce dropping new music. And this might be her last act. Ace Family drama. That is like eating up the internet right now. Nikki and Meg the Stallion beef, which is ridiculous. Apple Vision Pro. What the f*** is happening with that? Um, halftime show, Super Bowl just happened on Sunday. Um, also Nickelodeon, we'll talk about that. And the Oscar teaser trailer where they kind of threw shade Margot and Rob, Margot and Robbie. I don't even know what I'm saying. Margot and Greta not being acknowledged or nominated. So let's just get into it. Let's start with like something that I feel like has been at the forefront of what, at least my For You page. Um, I don't know if you guys know who the Ace family is, but... There was like Austin McBroom, Catherine Paez, and they had their daughter, Elle, and they've been on YouTube for a while. Really successful family channel. And as of recent years, they've kind of had a lot of backlash against them just because it's now come to light that there are a whole bunch of scammers, um, which I mean, we could have known that if you just like watch the stuff that they do, like whatever. That's just this is we're going to leave that there. But recently they got divorced. Well, they just announced that they're getting divorced, which like honestly about time. That man has been cheating on her for however long and everybody knows about it. And it's been all over the internet. He's been like DMing OnlyFans girls to be their manager, which I feel like we should do like a whole episode on because the OnlyFans of it all is so scary and weird and people can get so like, uh, like I guess he's been trying to DM girls being like, hey, I want to be your manager let's connect i have this many on youtube and obviously if you're a smaller creator and you see somebody as big as an austin mcbroom where he has millions and millions of subscribers you'll kind of be like you'll feed into it but i feel like there's like a i don't know there's something dark about that that's just like weird um because they end up taking advantage of these girls and it's just it's just awkward and it's weird so he's been kind of on that he's been having like a public breakdown which honestly I don't think it's real. I think it's all of its reviews. He recently announced that he got himself an RV because obviously Catherine kicked him out of the house or I don't know what they did. He's not living in the house anymore and he is making the majority of his money on Snapchat now, which Snapchat pays so well. It's insane. He got an RV and he parked it right outside her house and that's where he's living. And he's just been, he's kind of like cosplaying as like a poor, um, broken down man who doesn't know what he's doing in his life and isn't making money when it's like 
we all know that you at least there's no way that they were on youtube for this long and this man doesn't have money because he snapchats everything so even like his family his whole family's filled with weirdos and i'm gonna be go on the record and say that that family is just so weird and what the saddest part of it is is like you have children and they're babies right now and i mean you've exploited the crap out of them their entire lives so i'm sure you have money from that but I don't know. I always think about like what's going to happen when these kids grow up and see this because a digital footprint is real. Um, Once you put something on the internet, it lasts forever. And I just thinking about the kids, like, can you imagine being, I don't even know. I think their youngest is, I have no idea. It's probably like what, seven or something. I can be completely off, but something around that and growing up to like be 15, 16 years old and looking at your parents or your dad more specifically on the internet making a fool out of himself he invited this little person to his rv because something with the rv was off which by the way he's not living in it it's literally just a gimmick um and i don't know they put on like this whole weird skit that she was trying to flirt with him and trying to get him in bed and he was making like little person jokes like oh that's too big for you super weird super not inappropriate considering that his demographic is children and children are believing this i don't know he's also just done so much weird in the past like he had i guess like his niece or whatever that child a little child maybe like six years old take takes her to like spencer's and we all know the back room of spencer's and he got her a lollipop but from the back room of spencer's so this lollipop was like genitalia and he had this little girl like and it was like, he thought it was funny like he was like snapchatting it like oh ha, ha, oh my god she doesn't even know she doesn't even know and it's like so there's always been like that weird like dark shit when it comes to i don't know for me i always think family channels are just weird and appropriate but that kind of like changed everyone's mind of like oh this this guy is this guy is not there's something loose up there but yeah so he kept making jokes like that and everyone is like believing it and it's all over the internet and everyone is like oh my god is this real is this not real and obviously it's not real he's doing it as a gimmick just to get money um he has his family on in it in on it like his brother and ddg he wrote a song ddg just had a baby with the little mermaid and i don't know why this man is like take care of your kid you got you have a newborn at home like why are you out here entertaining awesome broom whatever don't want to give him too much attention though because obviously this is what he wants but yeah that was just like a weird internet thing that everyone's been talking about more importantly since the super bowl just happened usher just performed at the super bowl um he had alicia keys there which alicia keys looked absolutely beautiful i don't know if this is just me but whenever alicia when alicia keys did that grammy performance where she was playing the two pianos it rubbed me the wrong way <laughs> something about it just rubbed me the wrong way i don't know why i was just like girl what and then she just disregarded the one piano i don't know maybe it was her dream so but alicia keys is so talented little i guess kind of not scandal but little like <gasps> moment is when she started singing she her voice cracked which is normal she's a singer but they edited on youtube so now all over the internet people are putting up like the differences between the two also usher like loving up on her crazy this woman is married. Like he was like behind her, grabbing her. And I, you could kind of tell that she was like, Haha, don't touch me. Like I know this song, like my boo came out years ago, but you are not my boo. 
get your hands off me because my actual boo will beat you up. And Usher did an amazing job. I really like how the roller skating part or the skate part, that part was so cool. He is so talented. That man has the loosest legs I've ever seen in my entire life. Like he was just wiggling and moving up there. He had so many people come up. Everybody was so confused because at first they thought that like CeeLo Green came out. CeeLo Green was not on there. People thought that Kanye West came out. Kanye West was not on there. Um, he had a little John on there. He had Ludacris. It was very like early 2000s vibe which i thought was really nice um her came out there playing the guitar which i'm not fully believing that she she can play the guitar but i don't think she was playing the guitar in the super bowl i think it was just like she could she can do that but at, for production reasons i don't think that she was playing it live but she killed it the show was absolutely it was very entertaining i will say it was a lot more entertaining than the rihanna one which is crazy to even say that because it's rihanna rihanna's was a little bit underwhelming if i'm going to be honest with you but Usher really put his whole poom poom in that. And like, it was, he did a really good job. Really sweaty, really tired at the end. You could tell how passionate he was about it. One thing that threw me off though, was when Usher was like, for everybody that said I wasn't going to be able to do it, for everybody who didn't support me. Usher, what? You're Usher. Who didn't support Usher? What? That was like when Harry Styles won the Grammy and he's like, you know, things like this don't happen to guys like me what <laughs> what are we dumb like i don't under first of all harry styles be so for real what do you mean things like this don't happen to men like you if anything it's supposed to happen to people it only happens for people like you usher i don't know who didn't support you because i'm pretty sure we were all singing this is my confessions like i don't i don't i have not met an usher hater that's like beyonce being like for everyone who doesn't love me Beyonce, you're Beyonce. Which brings me to my next point. Beyonce dropped new music. Beyonce dropped new music and obviously in the most iconic way ever on Super Bowl Sunday uh, after her Verizon commercial. If you guys didn't see the Verizon commercial of her being like, um, did we break? She, I can break the internet and I can also break Verizon's like cell service or whatever. So the whole commercial is her trying to break Verizon. And at the end of it, obviously she doesn't do it. She does like the craziest things. It's so funny to see Beyonce in like her acting era. Anything that we can get from Beyonce, we're going to eat it up. And at the end of the commercial, she goes, did we break it? No, no, we didn't break it. Okay, let's break it. Drop the new music. And right then and there, music went live. And she is in act two. And this is her country era. So this next album is going to be all country music. And the first two songs that I listened, it's 16 Carriages, 16 Carriages and Texas Hold'em. Absolutely beautiful songs. I don't like country, but I'm about to turn into a country bumpkin. Like, I'm so ready for this. And I didn't even realize I've been preparing this for my entire life because this memory popped up into my head. And I don't know if this was everyone's high school, but in high school and middle school for six years, around the holiday season, right before we would go on holiday break, we would learn how to line dance and square dance. I know how to square dance. I know how to square dance and I'm prepared for this. I would always ask myself too, like, damn, why are we learning how to line dance in gym? Like we should be doing gym. We would do it for like two weeks out of the year, six for six years. By the time I was a senior, I was an expert square dancer, bitch. Um, and I'd always ask myself, like, why are we learning how to do this? This is so random. Like we're in Jersey. Like I'd understand maybe doing it in Texas, but like 
This is just random. Little did I know that my school was preparing me for act two of Beyonce's new album. So they were way above their times. This was like really all pre-planned. I'm very excited about it. Um, and it's so interesting to see how be somebody like Beyonce, how influential she is to get a whole bunch of people who don't like country. Because if you listen to Beyonce and you're Beyonce like diehard, I'm sure obviously some people like country as well, but it's very different. But she's here to remind everyone like, no, I am from the South. I'm from the H. Like, don't let's not forget who Beyonce is. And with this new act coming out, it's crazy. How can Beyonce is making people love country? Like, that's so crazy. She's making me love country. Like, I'm like, I will totally eat this up. I will buy my cowboy boots and my hat and my chaps. I don't care. I don't know what else is country. Maybe I'll wear an American flag or two. I don't know. But I'm really excited to figure out what this new era is going to be. But I think the rumors around going around in the internet is that this is going to be after Beyonce does her third act, which right now we're in the second. The first one was act one was the Renaissance. Act two is country. We don't know what the album's called yet, though. So we'll wait. And then obviously she'll do an act three. And they think or the media or fans think this is going to be her last run of things. That's it. After she drops act three, she's done. And Beyonce, as we know, will forever be the legend. And that's it. We're done. And she'll be done. Which I don't know if I think that. I mean, I hope not. I really hope that Beyonce doesn't stop making music because that'll be such a sad day. But it also does kind of make sense because after the third act, that's it. The show is over. And it would also be one of the most iconic things ever if she were to just stop making music after the third act. Like, that's it. I gave you everything. I gave you the renaissance to remind you of the ballroom, of the Vogue, of myself, that I, how much I've given to that community. Act two is I'm country. Let's not forget, I'm also from the South. And I think the third act is going to be, but I'm also Beyonce. And it's going to be kind of the culmination of everything that she's done in her entire career. Even with her dropping 16 carriages, everything Beyonce does is very, very calculated. Um, 16 carriages talks about how basically like when she's like 16 carriages running away with all my dreams she talks about how she's been in the industry since she was 15 16 years old and the 16 carriages represent the tour buses that she would have to go on and living in the back of bus and being overworked and overwhelmed and now she has kids and so I feel like that was kind of like a hint to be like it's gonna stop we're gonna stop I'm gonna give you guys three three more albums and then I'm done and then don't ask anything of me I'm done I've given you 20 25 years of my life to this she's in her 40s now also with Beyonce the Grammys just happened actually and Jay-Z won the I think it's like the mogul Dr. Dre's honorary um not trophy award and it was awarded to Jay-Z and he brought Blue Ivy on stage with him by the way she's it's crazy that that little girl is like kind of grown she's not grown but like we all saw her when she was like a baby baby and now she's like oh my god you are growing up we are getting old holy um and he had something really interesting to say which oh miley cyrus won her first grammy that was a big thing miley cyrus won her first grammy for flowers she had a beautiful speech she talks about how um something with the butterfly and how oh um, a little boy always wanted to catch a butterfly and at one point he tried and he tried and he tried and he couldn't do it and then he gave up and he was okay. He kind of 
came into, I'm not going to catch his butterfly. It's totally fine. He sat down, the butterfly fell on his nose. And then Miley says, and this award is my butterfly. And Flowers is my butterfly. <laughs> oh my God, she ate it up. Also, body, yaddy, 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 yaddy. Holy crap. When she performed, she just sculpted to the gods. So I, I don't know what yoga or Pilates she's doing, but sign me up, bitch. She looks absolutely amazing. I was so happy to see her just radiate and oh, she looked so beautiful and it was such a beautiful night and it was absolutely amazing until taylor Swift on her fourth best of the album of the year god like this. sit down can, just, can she sit down for once in a while can taylor Swift please sit down she's standing uh, and i understand it's women supporting women i get it but now it feels a little gimmicky sit down bitch. like i just i can't i can't i can't i can't i can't i can't can't do it can't do it i don't want to do it um jay-z also has his that one that speech kind of broke the internet a little bit because he talks about how the grammys like to snub people which we did an entire episode about i think it was like the first episode we dropped about the grammys kind of being unfair to certain people miley was a part of that um that was a bullet point within that episode of me talking about the fact that Miley's been in the industry for 20 years and has not won a grammy she dropped party in the usa and the climb Party in the USA, like, honestly, so, it was world peace for a couple hours, honestly. And we still listen to Party in the USA. Like, be so for real. The, the most patriotic thing ever to ever happen in this country was Party in the USA. That's it. That's it. When was the last time have y'all seen Americans come together and sing one song with their whole chest like that? I'm just saying. Didn't want a Grammy for it, but that's fine. Whatever. But she finally has a Grammy, and Jay-Z talks about... You know, this young lady right here, referring to Beyonce, has won the most Grammys anybody has ever won. She is the person that holds the most Grammys in her house. She's won. But she has never won album of the year. Within those own, within the own metrics of the Grammys, that doesn't even make sense. Um, he says, some of you will come here and you'll think you'll get robbed. You'll, you think you'll get robbed. Some of you will get robbed. Some of you don't even deserve to be in the category. T, T, T. Everybody was shook when he said that because, I mean, he's not wrong. Like, I think one of the, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. And I don't want to say who I don't think deserves to be in the category. Ice Spice for Best New Artist. But, like, he's, it was really, really, it was kind of crazy to have somebody like Jay-Z acknowledge it like that and also kind of put it in that light of the fact that Beyonce has never won Best Album of the Year, but she has the most Grammys under her belt. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Um, she should have won for Lemonade. Adele even said it. Like Adele made her whole entire speech about Beyonce and was like, you deserve this. I don't know why they gave it to me, but this was supposed to be for you. But again, there's like a little wonkiness into that. We don't really know what happens behind the scenes of the Grammys, but we can all just wonder. Um, really good win of that night was Victoria Monet won for Best New Artist, which is kind of crazy for her to win Best New Artist, uh, because she's been in the game for 15 years. So to, for to, for her to finally, I feel like the Grammys really tried to be like, Damn, all right, we can't keep getting away with not giving these people these Grammys because Victoria Monet is was a huge part of. Ariana Grande's Thank You Next album. She wrote a lot of that music with Ariana. Um, also, Victoria's just been in the game for so long and she's so talented that I'm, I was so happy to see her get it because out of everybody in that category, there was a, it was a strong category. 
but she definitely deserved it. And she talks about it on in her speech. Like, I may be best new artist, but I've been around for 15 years. So it just goes to show you really never know when your timing's going to be. Really, everybody was really upset that Ice Spice didn't win it. Be so for real right now. If Ice Spice would have won a Grammy before Victoria Monet, and there's just no shade on Ice Spice, I think that she has a very clever way of making the most random things sound hot. Like, and it might be her, the beats, like, Ice Spice just dropped, thank you, the shit, you're not even the fart. Viral. What? Like, okay, go off, I guess, but definitely not for Best New Artist. I think Victoria Monet has put in a lot of time, a lot of dedication. And I'm glad that the Grammys are finally starting to give that recognition to the people that deserve it. Miley being one of those people. Like, it's insane that she's gone this far. Um, and she's been so deep into her career and she hasn't been awarded at least one Grammy. And she did the performance of Flowers and she talks, she likes singing. She's like, and had to remember that I just won my first Grammy. And it was such a beautiful, like, we love that girl. Protect that girl. And oh my God, love her. Let's see. Where else are we? Ooh, speaking of somebody that doesn't have any Grammys, Nicki Minaj um, started beef with Meg The Stallion. Can she leave her alone? Can Nicki Minaj leave people alone? There's a difference. Legacies are so hard to build, so easy to, to break. So easy to break. And we are witnessing Nicki Minaj ruin her own legacy she is a genius she is extremely talented as a songwriter as a rap as rap artist as a vocalist she's so talented i'm not negating that in any sense of the way but why are you fighting with everyone like this is just but doesn't make sense and i saw like this like this thread of somebody saying all the people Nicki minaj have had beef with and there was like over 40 people on that. And that's like, but why? And I feel like it kind of goes into a thing of, um, and I think women fall into this all the time. As women get older, they start to feel like almost forgotten. Um, and I, I think that's like a woman's experience. People talk about that all the time that men, as men get older, they age like wine. Women age and everybody just forgets and doesn't care about them anymore. And maybe she's kind of fallen into that. I'm not too sure. I'm not going to speak on her experience. I don't know. But the Meg the Stallion beef and her kind of put the nail on the head of Nikki. What are you doing? You're Nicki Minaj. She's fighting with people on TikTok. Like, why are you commenting on random pe people's like TikTok videos being like, watch, you watch out. Don't talk about Nikki. Like, like you're Nicki Minaj. You don't ever see Beyonce doing that because Beyonce knows I don't have to engage with you guys. I'm Beyonce. And not, not, not to say that. I mean, Beyonce is better than us. Beyonce is better than us. I know that she's very... She's a very, she has that Southern charm. She's like, I'm not better than anybody. But Beyonce, your name is Beyonce. Be so for real. Like you, you're Beyonce. But you don't see that same level of like cattiness between Beyonce and the new artists that come in. I feel like Nicki Minaj has a really difficult time with new artists coming into the scene um, because she wants to remind everybody she's the queen. But it's like nobody didn't say you were the queen. Now we're saying that you're not because of the way that you're acting. It's this is not queen behavior. But I feel like she's doing the same thing that Little Kim did to her when she jumped on the scene. Like Little Kim bullied Nicki Minaj because of the fact that she's like, I'm the I'm the OG rap girl. Nobody else is gonna come in. But it's like Meg the Stallion had a line in her new song 
Um, and it, I think its song is called Hiss. And it says, Ho's not mad at Megan. Ho's mad at Megan's law. And Nicki Minaj took it upon herself to say, that verse, that line was about me. If Nicki wouldn't have said anything, never, it, people would have forgotten about it. Nobody would have cared. If you guys don't know what Megan's law is, it's essentially like the sex offender list. The law made up against, basically, you have to register on this list. And if you guys don't know this, Nicki Minaj's husband, also baby daddy, um, and also her brother, her brother is not her husband. I'm saying two separate people. <laughs> I realize how that sounded kind of crazy. Her husband is on the sex offender list and her brother is also on the sex offender list. We, for a long time, swept that under the rug because it was Nicki Minaj and we love Nicki. And we're like, okay, we're going to talk about it, but we're not going to talk about it too much. We're just going to sweep this under the rug and we're going to forget about it. Nicki Minaj took it upon herself to remind everybody that... <laughs> her brother and her husband are on the sex offender list by being like, why are you talking about my papa? He, she calls him papa. She's like, you don't talk about papa. Like, da, 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 da. And Nicki Minaj went on a full-on Instagram live rant and started talking about Megan's mother who passed away and talking about, like, calling her Bigfoot. And she's like, she's beautiful, but she's big as shit. Well, yeah, that's why it's called Meg the Stallion. She's the stallion. She's a whole lot of woman. I think we all knew that. And then Nicki Minaj took it upon herself to drop a song, probably one of the most garbage songs I've ever heard in my entire life. Um, and it was just bad. It was it's it's a very it's a very good example of sometimes when you're angry, you should allow yourself a moment to sit down with those feelings, process those feelings, and then respond. Nicki Minaj did not do that. She just responded right away and she dropped that song. I don't I can't even think what is it called, Bigfoot or something. I don't even know. Um, it's a really bad song at the end of it she goes on like this weird ASMR rant where she's like you never are to talk about me ever again because you don't want me to do this and this and this to you you don't want it to come out to light don't do it lie it on your dead mama lie it on your dead you see how uncomfortable that was to listen to now imagine imagine listening to a song and having that at the end of that song what are you doing? And the whole time, the whole song is lying on your dead mama. Lying on your dead mama. Ugh. What demonic shit am I listening to right now? It just was not. It didn't eat. And it really kind of tarnished a segment of her legacy. I don't think her legacy will ever be taken away from her. At the end of the day, she still dropped Monster. Um, she still has dropped Super Bass. So, I mean, hey, put respect where respect is given. But I think Nicki Minaj should chill out. I think she should sit down. You know, somebody prank, really random tangent. Somebody prank called me the other day and I thought it was one of my friends and I picked up and they're like, team Nikki or team Meg? And I was like, team Meg, duh. I was like, Megan, Meg didn't even respond. That's how you know you won. Meg didn't even respond. She responded by just laughing on Instagram. That's so embarrassing. Um, they prank called me and they kept calling me, figured out who they are, figured out where they live, called them back. And I was like, why the hell you keep calling me? Leave me alone, Bethany shook <laughs> she hung up the phone i'm so sorry ma'am i don't know what i was like exactly stop fucking calling me called me for three hours tried to block the number then she got her boyfriend to call me and he was like fuck you bitch, you ugly fucking bitch. and i was like who is this quick google search because i know how to find somebody if i need to find somebody so don't prank call me figured out where they live and i was like why is bethany from rutherford new jersey calling me bitch? <laughs> and she's like what what i'm sorry ma'am i know i didn't call this number i said Fuck call me. Don't call me before I have to go to your house because this is inappropriate. Whatever. 
Um, <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, that started with the Megan Nick Nikki thing. And I guess Nicki Minaj is prosecuting me too. It was Nicki Minaj calling me. Um, but yeah, that was Nicki. You didn't win that fight. Mm. Sorry, girl. Please. Sometimes saying nothing is a response. And within that response is kind of like Beyonce doesn't respond to every hate comment she gets. I don't I haven't seen a Beyonce hate comment. I did see a Beyonce hate comment, but you don't you think Beyonce gonna respond to you? And now the Barb's, Nicki Minaj's fans, are like violating people and doxing people, giving out people's information, posting it on the internet. And I think this is gonna be very a good example in the future when there's gonna there's there has to be laws made up against this because the amount of people that have been doxxed because of the stuff that they said about Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl, um, Swifties are doxing people, releasing people's numbers, addresses, family, social security numbers. They released where Meg the Stallion's mother was buried. Like there has to be some sort of law put against that because that's just not okay. Um, and it's crazy. The girls are going crazy. The girls are going. Also, speaking of Super Bowl, really quick. I didn't realize that Nickelodeon also showed the Super Bowl, but they had SpongeBob and Patrick commentating on it. That, absolutely amazing. I hope that they do that next year because then I can actually watch it and understand it. Dora was explaining what everything is. She'd be like, she's like, oh, early start. That means when a starts way too close. Like, amazing. And then she's like, map, where, what does that mean? They go five yards back. I love that. I love that. Why didn't I know about this? I would have, oh my God, I would have been so, they had slime, they had Patrick firmly grasp the ball. Oh my God, I loved it. It was so good and I really hope they do it next year. Um, Sandy was the on-field commentator. Like that's so cute and it's such a good way to get not only like kids to watch Super Bowl, but to get other people who don't really normally watch football to understand football or at least have kind of like a nostalgic feel to it. They had slime on the field. Like it also sweet victory. If you guys don't know what SpongeBob um, episode I'm talking about, it's when they perform in the Megadome and it's like, oh, sweet victory. And it's supposed to be like their halftime performance. They use that as the beginning of the Super Bowl. Iconic 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 i love spongebob so smart so smart and i wish i hope they do this again next year um nickelodeon if you're watching do it again next year i will be 110 percent tuned in i will i'll watch that one as opposed to like whatever else is i don't even know what the super bowl channel is on but i'll definitely watch the super bowl nickelodeon i feel like that one is a lot more tolerable i don't know what they did for the halftime show though i'm pretty sure they just like aired it normally but um, where am I? Ooh, ooh. Oh, in recent news, Apple Vision Pro recently just dropped. That's kind of like the snowboarding goggles or that you can walk around with. There's something so Black Mirror about that. I've seen people in public with it. One, I'm like, what? I don't know. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know how I feel about it yet. Maybe I'm just like I'm. I'm turning. I'm turning into like those old people that are like. <laughs> They're like, the technology's gone way too far. It's gone way too far. It's gone way too far. I don't know what's doing. Get the f off my grass. Like, that's what I feel like I sound like when I'm talking about it. But it's true. Like, why do we have this? You don't need to be connected at all times like that. That is so scary. And will I buy it? Yeah, probably. I'm probably going to buy it. I just want to know what the vibe is. Like, it's a little scary, but I don't know. I wonder what it, it looks kind of cool, but also feels very Black Mirror-ish. 
Um, oh, and I guess, I guess we can wrap it up with the Oscar teaser trailer because Jimmy Kimmel dropped a teaser for the Oscars. Like, it's like their promo thing. And they had Barbie um, kind of do the... He was in Barbie land and he had to get back for the Oscars, whatever. And at the end, Ryan Gosling is like, oh, I got in and out. Like, I, that's like a Oscar tradition that after people win the Oscar, they go to get in and out. Um, and Jimmy Kimmel is like, no, like, you're supposed to... The tradition is you win the, the Oscar. I was going to say Grammy. Win the Oscar and then you get in and out. And he goes, oh, well, I'm not winning it anyways, so it's fine. He's like, but I'm sure uh, Greta will probably get in and out after she wins. And Jimmy Kimmel's like, oh, no, she's not she's not nominated for Best Director. And then everybody in the scene starts yelling. And they're like, ah! And it's like, okay, haha. so we can make fun of it, right? We can use this to get promo, right? You're still talking on a woman's name, getting all the exposure you want out of it, but you still want to acknowledge her? Okay, I guess. So that was kind of like the Oscar tea. And I'm sure that Jimmy Kimmel's going to make a plethora of jokes about Margot and Greta getting snubbed at the Oscars. So we'll just be prepared for that. But yeah, and I mean, and all news is happening. Great. Saltburn was released. Saw Saltburn. Weird movie. Um, I didn't think I was going to see Dong the way that I did, honestly. I didn't. I wasn't prepared for that in no way, shape, form. Jacob Elordi looked gorge, gorge, gorge. Um and yeah, I think that's it for pop culture recap. I'm trying to think of anything else. If you guys have anything else that you wish for me to speak on. Oh, new documentary is dropping about child stars on Nickelodeon. I don't know what on what channel, but I did see that, that they're going to, which is crazy because we did a child star episode. Um, they're doing a whole entire, entire like documentary about what it was like being a child star on Nickelodeon under like the Dan Schneider reign of things, which I'm really excited to see. And we might do a bit like a, not a reaction episode, but kind of, I want to watch it and then see how I feel about it. Um, Cause we did talk about it in past episodes. So yeah, I think that's it for pop culture recaps. I feel like I got uh, a lot of what was happening. If I forgot anything, let me know in the comments below. I'm sure by the time this episode goes live, there'll be a whole bunch of different things that came out. So maybe we can, I don't know, make pop culture recaps like a monthly thing. That way we kind of stay tuned on what's happening with the what's happening. And yeah, just to recap everything, Beyonce, country era, Usher thinks nobody supports him. Okay. Alicia Keys voice cracked because she's a musician and it's normal and they edited it on YouTube and everyone's talking about it. Meg Thee Stallion, Nicki Minaj beef, um, Nikki did not win that. Apple Vision Pro has this in a Black Mirror episode. Um, what else did I talk? Ooh, Grammys. Jay-Z talking about the snubs. Miley Cyrus wins her first Grammy. Victoria Monet wins her first Grammy. Um, and I think that's, I think I got, oh, Nickelodeon did the Super Bowl the way the Super Bowl was supposed to happen. And the Super Bowl happened. I don't know who won, though. I don't know who won. I know, I, I would have known if I watched the SpongeBob one. I don't know who won. I think um, Mahomes. Taylor Swift won. Taylor Swift won the, the Super Bowl. God damn. All right. Well, I mean, congratulations to her. I'm, I hope she's happy. Um, I'm pretty sure she should get a ring. Honestly, I'm not going to lie. Out of all the NFL milked her, milked her so hard, they should give her a ring. Why, did, why was Ice Spice and Lana Del Rey in the suite with Travis Kelsey's family? That was so random. Why are they there? I understand Taylor, you know, she's 
has her business going on with the Kelsinator. But like Ice Spice, Lana, what are you doing? Blake Lively makes sense. Like it's their besties. Blake Lively looks so beautiful. Oh my God. Um, but I hope, Taylor, you had a good Super Bowl. I know you trained really hard for it. Um, and uh, eat down. And that was this week's or this month's Pop Culture Recap. I'll see you guys next week. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, turn on your post notifications, do your big one. And yeah, I'll see you guys on next week's episode. Bye.